Welcome to Break a Leg. You've heard that term before, and it doesn't mean forcing an injury. It's all about the arts. From theater to movies to books to TV, we'll give you the inside scoop on what goes on behind the scenes, as well as how you can get involved in the arts. Now, here is your host. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Break a Leg. I'm Raina, and I'm here again with the amazing Alex. Hi. And also, I thought I'd let you guys know, if you hear barking, that's just Captain, the friendly schnauzer. He's not any threat to us. He's very nice. Also, if the door opens, that just means someone's coming in. It's not like a haunted thing or, you know, like, you know, like those shows where it's like, oh, the door opened, the ghost is good. It's not one of those. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. This so. Ain't already, this ain't like a scripted show. This yeah. is a talk show. <laughs> this is a talk show. We just kind of have guidelines. We improv it. Well, not really improv it, but. Yeah, you know, kind of improv it. Kind of, kind of. Okay. All right. So I wanted to talk about musicals and or regular shows, but mostly musicals. Because yeah. yay. And we're going to fanboy and fangirl over them because why not? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we wanted to kind of, we had like a few shows. And also if we have time, we can talk about the people in the shows. But as I recall, we talked about Oliver for, what, all four segments? Yeah. So <laughs> that was... Uh, Let's try and not do that. Then again, it was kind of funny, though, because we were, like, so... I remember, like, during the break, we were, like, so mad at ourselves. We were like, oh, my gosh, we keep doing that. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny. But that was a good show last week. I it li- was. I liked that. That was fun. All right, so... First show I recall is we want to talk about Phantom. And Love Never Dies by Extension. <laughs> I actually like that show. All right, so... For those of you that don't know, Phantom of the Opera is a very popular musical that's very, been on Broadway very, for... Very, 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 <laughs> very long time. Yeah. It's been like, I think, 28 years it's been on Broadway. That's probably... The, yeah. I think it's the longest... Yeah, it's, it's the longest... Longest running Broadway show in history. Woo-woo. And for good reason, because it's a very good show. It is. Yeah. All right. So, if you want to... If you don't really know what it is, we can explain it, yeah. because we're going to explain it in the best possible way the best possible because we're obviously the best people at explaining what yeah. it is because we are obsessed with it so we are yeah we are yeah <laughs> all right so phantom of the opera takes place in paris in the year I think it's 1800 it's like it's at like the late 1800s yeah it was before the the electric light came out but maybe like 20 years before that i think yes because in the anyway they just had I'm sorry, I read the wiki and it's <laughs> they tell you what year. Okay. okay. But also in the movie it said that, I think. Because there actually is a movie of Phantom of the we Opera. We don't talk about that. <laughs> don't talk we about don't talk about that movie. Yeah, the movie, movie. was... Uh, we'll talk about the movie in a second. But okay. anyway, so it takes place in an opera house. Wow, what a surprise. Phantom of the Opera in an opera house. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> so, uh, there is an opera going on rehearsal and then Hannibal right Hannibal yeah Hannibal it um Andrew Lloyd Webber he wrote all the songs yeah and he actually basically kind of created the concept well after he he based it on the he novel he based it off of the novel by Gaston Leroux and but it's very different it was a it's an older like French novel it was like a kind of like a mystery almost like a yeah. scary book kind of like an a, like a early Stephen King novel but yeah. like less scary oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> but less less much less scary I'm just realizing this now <laughs> okay so, did you want to? No. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh. Okay. Anyway, we're just like deciding who's going to explain what. So, okay. uh, it's in an opera house or whatever, and then you kind of like see like the rehearsal going on. It's like a rehearsal, you know. So, hey, Bruce. He just kind of walked in. We're just gonna say hi to Bruce. Cause, hi, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. What's up? 
<laughs> We're talking about Phantom of the Opera. Aren't you just so happy? Yeah, so happy. <laughs> All right. So you kind of see the rehearsal going on or whatever. And then these two new managers come in. They're like, oh, hey, we're going to buy this opera. And they're like, okay. And then the older manager's like explaining everything. And then I think like a, a backdrop falls yeah, down backdrop and, almost, falls. and almost hits and then, the prima donna. Like her name's Carlotta Gudacelli. And she's kind of she's, mean. I love her. <laughs> no, she, I, I, I love her character. She is like mean to like people in the play. But I love her character so much. So fun. I love that. Um, There's Captain. Yeah, that's Captain. <laughs> He's a friendly schnauzer, though. He's very friendly, very good dog. He's just very excited, and he loves just talking on the radio. Okay. He okay. loves talking. Back so, on topic. Back on wow, topic. <laughs> I need to learn to get back on topic. So uh, it's he, they're going to buy it, and then Carlotta freaks out because she's like, ah, you... This has happened like so many times. I'm done. And then Meg has a fr- Meg Meg Jerry. Meg Jerry. Um, her mom is Madame Jerry, but that's kind of besides the point. And she's like the head ballet like mistress, and yeah. she like runs all the ballet. And then so Meg is her daughter, obviously. And, and then she has a friend. freak out. Yeah. He's Carlotta has a freak out. The Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And then so Meg and is friends with this girl named Christine Daye. Who is Christine? No. Okay. And then the manager's like, oh my gosh, we have to cancel the opera. Like, are you kidding me? Well, not like that, but you know. Yeah. I'm explaining this in the best, that's the best possible way to explain best it possible ever. Way. Yeah. So they're like, oh my gosh, who can sing the role? There's no understudy. Oh my gosh. Meg, uh, and then Meg says, Christine Daye can, can sing, sing it, it, sir. sir. Yeah. We, we, know, we know those too well. It's kind of sad. <laughs> it's kind of sad. But. So Christine sings it, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, you're such a great singer. No one knew that. Oh, my God. And then the managers find out that she's the daughter of some old, dead, famous violin player. Gustave Daye. Is it bad I know his first name? He's not even even a character in the actual show. He's just mentioned, like, two times. Kind of. Well, she named her son after him, though. True. So, yeah. That's Love Never Dies. Anyway, we're going to get back into that later, because Love Never Dies is an interesting concept, which we're gonna talk we're, about we're kind of fans of but so i don't know kind of like it kinda it's really it. complicated it's just that's what theater is just too complicated <laughs> for words okay back because i'm just i ramble too much so she sings and everyone's like oh my gosh you're so amazing and then she sings the whole thing and everyone's like oh we love you christine she's like thanks guys and then so um and then the patron she, of the the patron, yeah, the patron of the opera. So he basically fathers is a childhood the entire, friend of Christine. Yeah, her name is Raoul Vicomte Shangyi. French, even though I don't speak French, I speak Chinese. It's so fun confusing people with Chinese because no one knows what you're just like. Okay, you're back, on topic. <laughs> back on topic. All right, I need to just like keep you like even if you're not on the show, just like keep you in the corners. Like back on topic, rain a bit. Okay, sorry, sorry, Alex, I failed you. No. Okay. So Raul is like, oh, hey, Christine. She's like, hey. And, and then, then there's like, an adorable song. Yeah, it's like that they're saying like, oh, we were best friends. We were little. I was like, yeah, I haven't seen you in a long time. And then Raul's like, okay, we should go like hang out. And she's like, wait, I can't because the angel of music is very strict. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, never mind. And that's like her music teacher, even though she doesn't know who he is exactly. It's kind of weird. The Phantom of the Opera. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird, though, because like, the concept of the musical is kind of weird if you think about it, because it's yeah. like she learns to sing from someone she's never even like even seen. 
and she doesn't even, she doesn't even know if he exists. Actually, it's kind of weird. It is. But anyway, and then she's like, "No, I can't leave." And he's like, "Well, you know what? You're gonna leave anyway. We go out to dinner or something." She's like, "Um, okay, but I can't." And then the Phantom of the Opera's like, "I don't like that guy because he's not chill. <laughs> no chill. <laughs> he's just." No, basically, it's more like, I don't like this guy because he's not me. Basically, yeah. He's kind of... The Phantom of the Opera is a little bit of a narcissist. Just a little. Just a, just, just a little bit. I mean... You know. Yeah. But, and then he takes Christine, he's like... And then they start singing... I don't know why. He just, like... He, like, comes through her mirror. And he just, like, takes her no, in his little I layer I still have thing. no idea how that works. The on stage? No, ha- like, how, like, in reality, how well, in that rea- would work. I think there's, like, a... Because, like, in the movie... And we're not going to mention the movie, because no one really... Li- in the fandom... Ha- fandom. phantom Fand- fan- No, that's... <laughs> uh, fandom, P-H-A-N-D-O-M. Yeah, yeah fan- okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. So, nobody, in the, nobody in the fandom likes the movie. There are a few people, but they're just mostly Gerard Butler fangirls. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, I, mean, I actually didn't mind the movie that much. I mean, but Emmy Rosen was terrible. No, I thought she was pretty good. I don't know. I, I just don't think that her voice was. She, I good feel like she looked looked like a. <gasps> okay, let's wrap that up. <laughs> Early of one minute. So then they like start singing or whatever, and then she kind of like, gets like freaked out because it's like she's never seen this person. She's like, "Oh, you're actually alive. That's legit." <laughs> and then. And then he she like creeps her out he kinda by sh- showing her a mannequin of herself. Yeah, he has like an unhealthy obsession with her. It's a little weird. Yeah. Like I said, this music, this music is a little weird, but it's really good. It's really good. And, and then, then she's like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then, okay, we're almost out of time. Right, so. Let's take a break. I'm Raina. I'm Alex. And you're listening to Break a Leg. indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. 
You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, here is the next act. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. Well, I was just singing Twinkle Twinkle Traffic Light to everyone in the studio because no one knows what that is, apparently. Even though that was a very popular song in kindergarten. Like, we'd all like, sing it on the playground. And it was like, really, we had like, concerts. Okay. It was pretty okay, great. Come on. Back it was to Phantom. Great. It's pretty great. All right. So, we were talking about how the Phantom of the Opera is kind of a creeper. Yeah. But he's a really cool creeper because he can, has a cool. really nice singing voice, usually. He does. Especially a mean caramel. Love a mean caramel. Did you just make a heart? Heart. heart. Okay, then. <laughs> you're like okay then alright and then uh, and then like the managers are all like oh my gosh Christine's missing now that's not good for our business because yeah. that's all they really care about is the money even though they're actually really funny yeah, they are. also if I didn't mention this before sorry I think I'm getting a cold so I sound kind of weird that's I random, didn't notice random okay, thank you <laughs> random but again I'm very random so the managers are like oh my god Christine Christine, Reggie, and then Carlotta has a diva trip. Yeah, she's like, oh my gosh, guys. I don't know why she even comes in because she left. It's like, okay, thanks for coming back, even though no one really invited you. She's like, Adele, I hate to come up out of the blue uninvited. <laughs> and and then, then Ralph freaks out. He's like, oh my gosh, guys, my potential girlfriend thing is missing. Girlfriend thing? Because, like, I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, they're not really, like, girlfriend and, like, boyfriend. They're, like, they met, they're like friends when they were kids, and they're just like, okay, let's just be girlfriend and boyfriend now. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. You guys haven't seen each other for like, what, 10 years? <laughs> yeah, so. 10 long years. We're not going to talk about that yet. <laughs> that was Love Never Dies. It was part of a song. A really good song, mind you. It really is. good song. Anyway. Okay, so, and then the Phantom sends them a bunch of notes. And he's like, you guys need to pay me. You guys are going to do what I say. Alex. Phones. I'm kidding. <laughs> And then they're like, they kind of are like, oh my gosh, who do you think you are? Running around leaving scars, collecting treasure. <laughs> I need to stop. <laughs> so many song lyrics. Are you done? No, not, I'm not going to be done, but <laughs> for now I am. It's so fun. And then so um, Christine comes back and they're like, oh my gosh, Christine. Uh, and then Carlotta's like, I'm going to sing the lead role because why not? And they're like, okay, whatever. Just you're annoying. We're going to make you the lead <laughs> role or whatever. Just to make even you happy. Though, even though the Phantom absolutely despises Carlotta. He and he hates her. He hates her guts. He actually has tried to kill her on several occasions by dropping like backdrops and stuff on yeah. her. It's like, okay, Phantom. You That's basically kinda... why everything is happening. He <laughs> yeah, wants it's to like, kill Carlotta. It's like, okay, chill out, Phantom. You need to just kind of take a chill pill. She's not that bad. Go go to some, some like therapy, do yoga. <laughs> like, I don't know, like some yeah, nice so, scented herbal candles or something. Yeah, so, um, and then... <laughs> yeah. And then they make Christine play a mute character, which really like, makes the Phantom angry. That's the exact opposite of what the Phantom wanted. He wanted Carlotta to not say anything, but he wanted Christine to be the lead role. And of course, that doesn't happen because, yeah. and then you know, Christine, need to continue on the plot somehow. And then he makes Carlotta lose her voice. Yeah, and it's like, and it, it's actually in the movie it made sense why, but in the musical he just is like offstage and it's like, what the heck? I think... Like, it's implied that the Phantom has, like, some sort of, like, magic power almost, yeah. but, like, not real. I don't know. It's weird. It is. It's a, again, it's, a, it's an odd musical, but it's really Good. amazing. It's really amazing. Okay. So, and then, uh, and then they make like, Christine sing the rest of the show. Yeah. But and then she runs away. And because Ralph he actually ends her. up killing one of the backstage hands. Yeah. Because, but then again, the guy, his name's Joseph Bouquet, he made fun of him earlier, but, like, you don't, you still don't do that. You don't just go kill someone randomly. It's like, okay. And the show actually sounds really violent, but really it's not that bad. Yeah. 
We're just describing There's no blood it in or way. guts. It's yeah. just hanging. That didn't make it any better. Anyway, so Christine like runs on the roof and she's like, oh my god, I can't do this. And then, and then Raul comes in. He's like, oh my gosh, Christine, there's no fan of the opera. She's like, yeah, did you just see that? He's like, no. And then, It's so weird because through the entire show, he denies there's even like, an existence of such a thing. And at the end, he's like, no, there's no fan of the opera. And he's like literally looking. In it's, the phantom it's, slayer. It's, it's weird. It's weird. We'll get back to that. <laughs> so, and... So and then they Ralph sing, they sing the cutest song in the entire world. I oh love that song. Gosh. It's like so adorable. Think of every single healthy couple you can. It'll, it'll be that song. And multiply it by like 10. And that's like, that's yeah. what that song is. You're listening to Break a Leg. I'm Raina. I'm Alex. And today we're talking about several musicals, including Phantom okay. of the Opera. So back to that. Yeah. So then they're like, oh my gosh, I love you. I love you too. And then they go like, yeah, let's go finish the rest of the show. Because it was kind of, they had a really long intermission because someone was just murdered backstage. But that's okay. Yeah. We're going to keep going. The show must go on. show must go on. <laughs> okay. That is more of an inside <laughs> joke. Yeah. Because we, for our shows, we always yeah. have warm-ups. And then and we kind of do like stretches to that one, this one song called The Show Must Go On. It's a good song. Or The Show Must Joe On. Because <laughs> we have someone the person in, in our yeah. cast. She's actually my director from our, our one act. Okay, and so back to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, act two, six months oh, later. Phantom gets, Phantom gets really oh, yeah. mad. Phantom, Phantom and then say, like, and makes the chandelier fall. drop. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and then act two. I'm going to do background music months. for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> act two, six months da, later. Raul and Christine are... Should I stop? Engaged. Right? <laughs> They're engaged, right? No, yeah. Should I stop the background music? Yes. Oh. Okay. But I want to do background music. <laughs> Raul and Christine are engaged. And then... They have a whole, like, things like... Masquerade. Paper faces on parade. Okay. And this is a really weird fun fact. But I was watching, like, a Disney park show. And they use... And they used, like, part of Masquerade as a bridge. Really? Yes. It was so weird. Huh. That is really weird. And I just noticed it suddenly, and I can't Are you sure like, they didn't... Yes, like, I'm absolutely positive. You'll just, like, send me the link to that video or something. Okay, I will. <laughs> that, that's Okay, really so back to... Okay, Masquerade. Phantom shows up dressed as like, the Mask of the Red Death, right? Yeah, he's like this really awesome, like extravagant costume. So but cool. in the movie, they decide to take it away, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? That's not no, you don't do that." But I love in the show, he's like this extravagant, like cool costume thing, and he's and like, "You guys, like, I wrote an opera. You're, I wrote an opera. You're gonna perform it, or you're all gonna die." <laughs> and they're like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> they like, don't really know how to react. They're like, "Uh, okay, thanks." Yeah. And so then they- so he leaves, and then. Um, the manager's like, oh, my gosh, this is so annoying. Why do we even do this in the first place? Like, oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. They oh don't talk like God. <laughs> Look I'm at these g- notes. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then um, Carlotta's all mad. And then her, hu- her husband, Pionge, yes, this isn't a really minor character, though. Super She's, like, minor. all mad. She's like, I, got, I didn't get the lead role. Like, oh, my because God, God. Because hates you. I know. It's like, what do you expect? He hates you. He doesn't want you to sing. Yeah, and then and then Christine, they're like, "Oh, Christine, you got the lead role," and she's like, "I don't want to do that." And they're like, and "Why?" Because like that's kind of like really creepy. And they're like, "Oh, you should do it anyway." And she's like, "No." And then she's like a mental breakdown. Yeah, and, and then, then there's <laughs> like a bunch of reprises. 
of like songs and then she go i don't know why but she decides to go to her father's grave for well, some reason well i mean reason. i get that i, I guess but it's just kind of if you were in like a huge emotional turmoil you would go to your father's grave but my dad isn't really dead but if you know <laughs> just let it happen no <laughs> but yeah she goes and then she sings a really awesome song oh my god wishing you are somehow here again and then Anna Look it up. Anna O'Byrne is like, that's probably my favorite version of that song, Anna O'Byrne. And like Sierra Bogus. Sierra Bogus does a great job too, but I like Anna O'Byrne's version. Okay. I love it. But yep. I love both the versions of that song. So, and then uh, Ralph shows up, then Phantom shows up. And, and they have an awesome like trio, and the harmonies of that song are just, oh, I love it so much. That's actually probably my favorite song in the entire show. Uh-huh. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. And then Phantom like, like tries to like. Blow up Ralph with fireballs, and that's pretty legit. It's really awesome. <laughs> it's, dude, it's like fire, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna leave now." <laughs> yeah, and he's so like, they run away. No, and then they're like, then, "Sorry, man." <laughs> and then the opera happens. Mm-hmm. Phantom's opera happens, and like Ralph and the manager, so they got like all the police there. It's like, okay, and, and then the time the- comes, shoot only if you have to, but shoot to kill. I know that line; it's really bad. <laughs> thank you, Bruce. Thank you, <laughs> and um. And then Phantom kidnaps Christine during the climax of the show. Yeah, and it's like, great, thanks a lot, Phantom. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things, because you have to go and ruin him, the opera. And then him and Raoul have a huge show off. Yeah. And, and then Christine's like, okay, Christine, you have to choose. Is it me or is it him? And then out of no random context, I guess she kind of chooses Phantom, but not really. Yeah, she kisses him, and then she walks away. With Rod, he's like, okay. And then, like, after she gets, she's like, he's like, okay, fine, you can go now. It's like, what the heck? You yeah. just, you can't. And then, and then there's a huge mob that's coming for the Phantom, and he, like, he somehow disappears. Yeah. Yeah, he killed Pianji during the show, so. He just killed, he killed, like, three people during the show. Okay. And I'm like, gosh, man. Again, this is why we can't have nice things. Okay. All right, let's take a break. Pat, get up Yeah. No, all right. I'm Raina. I'm Alex. You're listening to Regular. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids.
What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, here's the next act. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. I'm I'm Alex. And, and right now, we just finished we're talking slowly <laughs> and awkwardly. Just finished talking about <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. Okay, I'm done with that. Okay, <laughs> okay we're done with so, that. So, all right, all right. What now? Love never dies. Yeah. Okay. Here's a. I don't mean that. Kind it's of a, like a sequel little, to Phantom of the Opera. Here's a little disclaimer. Little. Do di- you want to? Okay, you can continue talking. I don't count it as actually happening. I yeah. count it as like an alternate universe. The entire fan base, it's kind of weird. Like They're split in the middle of whether they love it or hate it. And there are a few that like are in the middle. Like I'm kind of, I don't know. I like the show actually. But I, then again. I don't like it. The music is amazing, mm-hmm. but the actual plot is horrid. Yeah. Disclaimer. I, I mean, the plot line, I'm not really that big of a fan of, but the music I love. Yeah. Like, I, I think yeah. that's the best part of that entire it. show. Yeah. So. Uh, basically, uh, ten years later. Also, there might be some spoilers if I didn't already. But then again, you just have to get over it because. Too guys, bad. So sad. Get over it. Not kidding. Okay, so um, it's ten, ten years, years later, after the Phantom year. is running a carnival side show on Coney Island because why not? It's actually based on a book. I know, but like, it's like it was kind of funny because I told my friend like the entire like phantom like storyline even loud ever dies and she's like why coney island i'm like i don't know just go with it it's based on a book so i know but it's like the phantom in manhattan or something yeah it was like i heard it was like a really bad book i don't know i liked it i don't know i never got to it was read okay. it i never got to read it though it was okay they changed okay. a lot of the stuff from the yeah film. they did okay so basically uh phantom runs a sideshow 10 years later with and he like kind of like takes over coney island yeah and it's pretty legit it is and he and owns then, like everything and then, um, and then Meg Jerry and Madame Jerry are there, and um, they kind of uh, 
they helped Phantom basically get yeah. to where he was because they helped him like escape from Paris or whatever, and they got him money and stuff. And then Meg There's is a actually like reason that they got her that they got that money though. But it's a kids show. Yeah. So, so no. we're gonna gloss over that. <laughs> we're gonna gloss. Over. Well, no. But basically, um, Meg's like the lead, like lead in all of his shows, and she's like, oh. And then, like for some reason, she's, she's like in, in love with Phantom. It's kind of weird. I don't know why that. Happened. I like it. I don't. I think her and Ral would be a really good couple. I like them more as a bromance. Bromance? No. I, they would. They would have a rock and bromance. Rock and bromance. Well, no, like she's like in love with Phantom for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Then again, if it was for me and Karen Lewis, the Phantom, I probably would be love, in love with them too. I'm gonna be honest, right sure. there. For me and Karen Lewis, pretty great. So, uh, she's like, "Oh my gosh, Phantom, notice me." He's like, "No." And Meg <laughs> he's has like, he literally is like, "No." <laughs> Meg has so many rockin' songs in this she's show. Like, the, pr- the people who play like have played Meg are really talented. There's like Summer Strawin. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Sharon, Shannon. We don't. Know. I don't know. I don't know her last name. But she was in the Australian cast. I actually like the Australian cast better. Than I the love the Australian cast. I mean, I love the the London cast. But the okay. Australian show is just plain better. Fun fact: there actually were two versions of the show. There's the London version, which, which wasn't that great. It got really bad reviews, even though it, would, it wasn't really that bad of a show. I don't think because I watched like a few videos of it, and I didn't get to watch the whole show, obviously. And then they have an entire version of the Australian one on YouTube. Also Copyright, on, don't tell anyone. Also <laughs> on DVD. Buy the DVD. Or just go on YouTube and watch it. Buy the DVD. It's illegal, but just go watch it on YouTube. Buy the DVD. No. But yeah, go buy the DVD because it's legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that face you just made, it was like, yeah. Yeah, go buy okay, it. Go so buy the DVD. It was really funny. But, um... Ra- Christine has a son with Raul, who I'm pretty sure is not the same Raul. What do you mean? He's so different. Like, oh, Karen, I thought you meant, like, the person who played him. Like, yeah, they changed people. No, they changed no, the cast. I know that, but, like... No, the person... No, it's really weird, because... The they one, completely the one reason, changed Ralph's character. The people, the people like, he who... is in, not recognizable as Ralph. Yeah, the people in the fan base, like, they just don't really like the show, because all the characters have changed so, so much. much. It's really weird. Beyond, like, like the 10 only, years of change, like... I know, because, like, I mean, I know people change in 10 years, obviously, but, like, they change to the point where, like, they're not even themselves anymore, and it's kind of weird. Yeah. Then again, Ralph becomes kind of like an alcoholic, so it's not really... Yeah. Don't drink alcohol, kids, if you're underage. Or just try not to even drink it at all because it's not really good for you. Yeah. And you can't get that much of a benefit out of it. I'm just letting you guys know beforehand. Okay. It's not so. good. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, I do not support that in any way, shape, or form. Okay, so... In fact, um, I discourage it. So, um... And then Ralph just becomes, like, an Total jerk. jerk. He's, like, really mean. And he's so mean to his yeah. son. And his son is, like, so adorable. Like, little Gustav. Mm-hmm. She actually named... Christine actually named him after her father, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm like, that's legit. So, and then... Uh, and then, so, Madame Jury actually, like, freaks out of Phantom's, like, you're, like, so mean, and we helped you, and you're, like, not even, like, helping us back. Like, oh, my <laughs> I don't know why I, like, tell... I say that people talk like that. I just do. Like, okay. I just... That's just me. Okay, but, so, yeah. Um, and then Phantom's, and then like, I need to hear Christine. A bunch of random stuff happens. Yeah, she's, like, I need to hear Christine. And then he realizes that Gustav is his. Hold on. I, we were going to get to that. We were going to get to that. No, but, like, pretty much nothing happens between that. Well, kind of. He's like, I need to hear Christine sing yeah. again because... He's, so he writes, like, a really beautiful aria. Yeah. And then he, like, has Christine come to Coney Island under, like, a pseudonym of yeah. Mr. Y. Like, why would you name yourself Mr. Y? Like, do no, something... Wait, wasn't it 
didn't he say what that he was Oscar Hammerstein? Oh, I'm thinking. Oh, okay, because there's like two. Actually, there was like two variations of the plot line. Yeah, I'm, think, I'm thinking Australian more. I think of, I'm the, thinking more the London version because I'm just. I'm I listen, thinking I listen the Australian the, version. Okay, well, in the Aust- we'll just go with the Australian version because yeah. that's like the more recent one. Okay. He he says he's Oscar Hammerstein, even though really he isn't. Yeah, and obviously, then, <laughs> and then, and uh, then um, so they come to the island, yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, Christine," she's like, "Dude, get out of my life! You're annoying me," and he's like, and "Okay, then, fine." And then he leaves. And then they have a really creepy song. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. I mean. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's a, it's kind of a weird song. It is. It's like, uh, okay. Like that's, the moonlit sky. And yeah, it's like, what the heck? <laughs> it's like a really, it's really creepy. random. It's really misplaced, too. It's it like, is. What the heck? So, and then. And then, um. So they're actually, and then the next day, Christine's like, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna go find out what I do to sing or whatever." And then, and then they see Meg and Rowles with her, and, and they also Gustav, and it's and rocking. It's a really great song. Yeah, but the thing is, is like they actually kind of are mad at all of each other yeah. because Meg and Madame Gere are like, "Dude, they're gonna steal your spotlight. They're gonna steal our spotlight." And then Raul and Christine, Christine are, are like, like kind of clueless, like, "What the heck's going on?" Yeah, so even though Christine knows it was Phantom, but Raul is like kind of clueless because he's just a Raul clueless just person. Does nothing until like the middle of Act the very, Two. No, like the very end. No, like the middle of Act Two. Yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Okay, so um, and then uh, pretty much nothing happens. Nothing really happens except Gustav until, like goes and hangs out with like the Phantom the for some end reason. End of the first act, and there's yeah. a, like. This shows Phantom of the Opera kind of equivalent. This is like equivalent to like the chandelier falling. This is how no. shocking it is. No. Well. No, this one's kind of like the equivalent of Phantom of the Opera. What are you talking about? Like uh, the beauty underneath. Like oh. The, yeah. I thought you were like the actual like the thing that no. happens. Like the shock factor kind of yeah, is like sh- that. You're the like, shock what? factor is the same, but the actual song is similar to Yeah, Phantom. and then so he like he's like talking to Gustav and he's like, Oh, he's so much like me. Oh my god, he's my son. And I'm like What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Literally everyone watching is like What? 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 Okay. Yeah. And then that was like, actually yeah. my reaction. Christine's like, Yeah and I'm like Yeah. Christine, like what the heck? That's why? Like this, like literally came out of nowhere. You're like, okay, it does. There's no foreshadowing. Like if there was like any, if there was like some kind of foreshadowing, it would have been kind of cool. Like, oh, that's a cool plot twist. Th- it's like no, it comes out of nowhere. You're like, what the heck? Yeah. So um, and then like and act then, two. Yeah, act two. They're at a bar because Rao just is like a loser. Yeah. <laughs> and then not the same Rao. No, the Rao in the beginning, the, the first show is actually really cool. Like I like that Rao. The Rao in the second show is like I just I don't like him. I'm at pretty all. sure it's not the same Rao. It isn't. It's probably like a clone. It's like a doppelganger of Raoul. It's a doppelganger. <laughs> and then so Meg comes in. She's like, oh, you need to leave because like Phantom's here. And he's like, what? And then she just yeah. leaves mysteriously. I'm like, and what the heck? And then um, Phantom comes in the bar or whatever. And it's like actually a really legit song. Yeah. And they have like a cool like duet sort of thing. And then that comes out later. And then yeah, a bunch like, more nothing happens. Yeah, right? like in, the, in the show, a lot of like random like pointless things happen. I think it's just like, like, a, it's like three, filler. There, there's three great characters that pretty much do nothing. Yeah, I like those though. They're yeah. cool. Like, they're a good addition. They're cool, but they do nothing. We probably should take a break because right. we're running out of time. Yeah. Let's take a break. I'm Reyna. I'm Alex. And you're listening to Break a Leg.
you're a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids Channel. And now, here is the next act. Thank you. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Break... <laughs> okay, I need to stop. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We're talking Hello. in Russian accents. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. Um, I'm Rena, obviously. I'm Alex. Really? Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, the guy who's been here in the entire show is still here. He hasn't left yet. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm actually able to we have need to friends. Up, love never dies. I'm able to have friends. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we were talking about Love Never Dies, which is the sequel to Phantom. And yeah, and then so we talked we about how Phantom found out Gustav was his son, which basically made no sense and came out of nowhere. It's like what the okay, and <laughs> what? Yeah, it was literally everyone in the fan base is like, okay, I guess that's kind of weird. <laughs> so then, kinda. So it's like because it was just kind of random, like you yeah. know. Like, if it was, like, foreshadowing, like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but, like, it, it was just, random. It's like, okay, that was that made no sense, yeah, basically. So, they're at the but bar. But they kept, they kept that in both the shows, and I'm like, okay. I still don't get it. I don't know. They needed something for, like, a shock factor, because they had the chandelier, and they had to, yeah. like, match that. Yeah, so, um, and then we talked about the bar. And how... And Devil Takes the High Notes. And then, basically, it's a really good song. And then, Raul and Phantom, basically, Ra- Phantom's like, okay, dude... Let's just like settle this. It's been like ten years. I still hate you. You still hate me. We're gonna settle this yeah. like men. And Raoul's like, okay, okay. And then and the then, Phantom says, "If Christine sings, she's mine, and her son, and, and that, her son is mine." And, uh, and Raoul should have guessed it because Raoul still doesn't know that's not his kid. I'm like, how do you not know that's not your kid? Yeah. Like, what the heck? Okay, Raoul should have realized it it's sooner. Like, what the heck? This is like the yeah. show. Like I'm telling you, the show makes like no sense, like plot wise. But the songs music's, are amazing. Music's really good. Plot okay. wise, it's yeah. like so. Um, and then uh, if Christine, Christine doesn't, doesn't sing, sing, then I'll pay Chris- off because like Raoul like has like a lot of debt, and that's why so Christine was singing because he lost all of his money in Monte gambling. Carlo gambling. And I'm like, Raoul, you are stupid. <laughs> it's not the same Raoul. It isn't. It can't be the same Raoul. Like it's really weird. It's right. So weird. So. um... And then Christine's uh, like ready to sing or whatever, and then Meg does like her because it's like the last day of the season for the entire 
Yeah. It doesn't say that in the Australian version, but the London one it does. Oh. So. Okay, so um, they have an entire song Meg about how sings an amazing song, and she does a really called good dancer. Bathing Beauty. That's a really good like song, and she's a really good dancer, and she's it's like probably the best song in the show. Yeah, Raina's dancing. Not really, because I'm I'm sitting down next to my microphone. Okay, and yeah, Bathing Beauty is amazing. Look it up, and and then Christine, she. She sings an amazing aria. Yeah, and before that, um, Meg and Madame Gere are like really mad at Phantom because like he's making Christine the star. And Meg's like, "I worked so hard, you're not doing anything." And I'm and like, Meg starts going insane. And Meg goes a little crazy. I'm like, "What the heck?" Like, because in the original show, Meg's like this like sweet little ballet girl. I'm like, oh, everyone like everyone loves Meg. Like in the first show, I was like, oh. I love Meg. She's so cool. Yeah, she's and, like, I want her to be like my everyone, best friend. But everyone likes her. And then she's actually like some people's favorite character. Like, like most people like she's oh mine. yeah. Most people are like I want to be Christine on Broadway. And then like the rest of the fandom like most like seventy five percent of the fandoms like I want to be Meg. And if like, I were a woman, okay. I would totally want to. If Meg. I were a woman, I'd be Meg. That's funny. If I were a guy, I'd be Phantom. If I were a guy, I'd be Raoul. You are a guy. <laughs> <laughs> the no, no, I'm perfection. <laughs> Nice. And then so, um, yeah, Meg was a little crazy. And it's like, okay, this is. And then. Again, this show's really weird. weird. So, uh, Christine sings Love Never Dies. Which is a really good song. It is. And then. um, Phantom's like, yay, I win. (laughs) Literally, he's like, yay, I win. And then Ral's like, okay, I have to leave now. And then Christine's like, she like seems upset, but she's like, Eh, it's not never mind. That upset. Yeah, she's like, "Rad, go ahead. I don't care. It's kind of funny." <laughs> and, then, um, and then she's like, "Oh my gosh, Gustav's not here." And then Phantom's like, "Oh my gosh, Meg's not here." And then like, "Oh my god!" So Meg decides to try and throw Gustav off the pier because he can't swim. And I'm like, "What the heck is wrong with you?" And that comes up really early in the show. Actually, that's that, that's some good foreshadowing. Like, that, that was is. A, that was a good shock factor. But like, they didn't bring up that he was like his son. That they. Again, the show makes no That's sense. That's how you foreshadow. Yeah. Like, they okay, did nothing so, beforehand to foreshadow it. It um, was really weird. And then uh, Phantom and Christine show up. And, and Madame G, they're like, oh my gosh, Meg, don't do it. And Meg's like, I've worked my butt off and you've and then done nothing. She and then to shoot herself. And I'm like, oh my god, this show's like, the ending is so dark. I'm like, what the heck? And like, the Phantom ending of Phantom. tries to wrestle the gun out of her hand. And then, uh, and do you want to spoil the ending? I don't know if I want to. I kind of don't want to spoil the ending. Don't, but okay, so then. A bunch of stuff happens. I'm not going to, because like, the ending of Phantom of the Opera is kind of predicted, I think. Yeah. But this ending is like, this, this is like. Comes the, out of nowhere. This is like, like, this actually, I kind of, it sounds weird. The ending is really sad. I mean, I recommend you guys watch the show yourselves. Watch it. Seriously, unless, watch like, it. Unless, like, I mean, unless, like, because the ending is watch a little... Watch the Australian version. Yeah. The ending, I'm going to warn you guys, the ending is a little dark, because it's like, okay, this is a okay. little weird. It's but not canon, though. It's Just remember that. Yeah, it's, it's not, not canon. Some people actually consider it not even to be a sequel, and just a separate musical, which I actually like that idea yeah, better. Yeah, I like it. Because it makes no sense in the continuation of Phantom of the Opera, but, like, it's... As- as a show on its own merits, it's a pretty it's, good show. Yeah, it's okay. I think like if, if like compared to Fan of the Opera, it's not a good show. If it's by itself, it's a good show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like one of those things. So you know, just but the, take it as but it is. The ending is just—it's so Oops. sad. I cried. You did? Yes. The thing with me is, I I would have cried. It's just I don't cry during musicals or movies or books. I don't. You didn't even cry during Wicked. 
I mean, like, I might get a little teary-eyed, but I don't actually fit, like, fit, like cry. Oh, like okay. I'm, I might get a little teary, but I don't like actually cry. I'm so, I'm weird like that. So let's take a break now that we finish that. <laughs> yeah, all right. And then I want to talk about okay. So Australian cast versus London cast, because there's a huge debate on which is better. Australian. Personally, I like yeah, I like the Australian one, but I mean the Australian show is just better. The show is better, but what about okay? What about the cast though? Because and think about it like okay, have you heard the? Yes, London? I have. You heard the soundtrack, so like we can do it based I on do, that because I do like the. I like okay. Sarah Bogus. Sarah, I don't know. I like and Remy and Caramelou are amazing together. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Um, someone, I again, I find really smart people on YouTube sometimes, and someone made a really good point, and I like didn't. I I, like, it's weird. Smart I, people on YouTube is a very rare occurrence. So. I know, but when you find them, you're like, oh my gosh, I've like hit gold. Like this is amazing. And then, so you like someone like had like a really good way to say this and I hadn't thought of it. Like I had the idea, I just didn't know how to put it in words. Rami and Caramelou and Sierra Bogus are better in Phantom because they have like younger voices. They do. And Ben Lewis and Anna O'Byrne have like more mature voices so they're better for Fa- Love Never Dies. I get that. And like that's how I feel personally. So for Love Never Dies, I love Sierra and Ramin, don't get me wrong, I love them to death. But like they're, they're Anna O'Byrne good. and Ben Lewis like actually I kinda like Ramin better as a Phantom. But like Ben Lewis like sound I don't know. I, I'm kind of split you, on that. Have you seen the music video of Remy and Caramelou singing? Yeah, Kelsey singing it again? was so good. It was so good. It is. Anyway, back on track. Okay. So, I like. I actually like the Madame Giri better in the London cast. I like Meg better in the Australian cast. Oh my gosh, she's adorable. Oh my gosh, she, she's so cute and she's so talented. I'm I like, know. can I be you? <laughs> can you just like let me be you? <laughs> and then. Um, I like the Gustav better than the Australian yeah. guest because he's like adorable and he's so tiny he and I'm is. like, oh, you're he's like so half cute. the size of Ben Lewis. No, Ben Lewis is like way taller. He's like like a fourth the size of Ben Lewis. I'm not even oh. kidding. I'm gonna have to watch the show again. <laughs> I watched it recently, so well, maybe like one third the size of. Ben. Yeah. He's like such a tiny little kid though. I'm like, oh my gosh, you are the cutest little thing. I'm just gonna take you home, and I'm gonna like hang out with you, and you're like really cool, <laughs> and we can like talk about your show, and you'd be like, okay. He's so adorable. You like those little he kids? Is. You're just like you're so cute. Like I don't know what to like do. Like the kids staring at Oliver. Some of them. Yeah, they were, again with Oliver. <laughs> but no, so he's just like, a cute little tiny thing. And then like during the show, they have like these random three people. They're supposed to be like the circus freaks or whatever. Yeah. And they're they're there I mean, for they're no great, reason. They, they have like really talented. Just, there's no point. There's no point to them. Do you like the Australian ones better or the London ones better? Australian. Yeah, Australian ones. Yeah. It's just like I like. I don't know. I'm kind of split down the middle. But I mean, the better show is lo- is the Australian version, but the better cast is the Lon- is mostly the London. Yeah, but Australian had a good stuff. Too. I mean, I just I can't decide. Australian oh, what, what about Raoul? Which Raoul was better? Neither. <laughs> Neither. Neither. It's kind of funny though because like I, to me, it sounds weird, but like I've listened to the London and the Australian. One. They both like have the same voice to me. It's really weird. I don't know, I kind of like, I don't know, I kind of like the London one's voice a bit better. But, they, I mean, they sound, they, they almost sound like almost exactly this, I don't know, I'm weird. I've listened to it so many times so I can kind of tell the difference. Okay. Okay, everybody, really quick, social media. And also I tried to make a Facebook, but Facebook's being annoying, and it blocked me out of making an email for, I don't know, I'll have to get to you guys yeah, next week, so. Matt. If you want to email the show, go to breakaleg at kidstar.org. If you want to follow my Instagram, go to Break a Leg Kid Star. My Twitter is Break a Leg K D S T R. 
Facebook is TBA because it's really being annoying. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Break a Leg. I'm Raina. I'm Alex. The show is produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Network. Bye, guys. See Bye. you next week. tuning in to break a leg we hope you had as great a time as we have and will join us again next friday at 6 p.m eastern time and 3 p.m pacific time on the voice america kids channel until next week good luck or um break a leg my name is Lindsay marie from bookworm now from the kids are out of the month here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Octopus. Well, I'm an octopus with eight arms on my body, which would come in handy if I practice karate. But I don't practice karate because I'm an invertebrate. I'm spineless, but I've got ink, and I don't mind squirting it, yeah. Cells are there to change my skin with camouflage. But more ill comes, I'm elusive as a mirage.
That was the Wisp Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 